Hello and welcome. You are listening to the Casa de Karma podcast and I'm your host, Carly Tabor. In each episode, I chat with industry leaders who will inspire and educate you to live naturally and in epic wellness. We dive deep into topics such as nutrition, self-care, spirituality, healing, natural beauty, conscious fashion, alternative therapies, and mindful living practices. Today we're exploring how to live with intention, intuition, and spiritual grounding with Shani Kiss. Shani is a teacher of the light, master manifester, blogger, tarot reader, and energy worker. She teaches and guides you into deepening your connection with the divine and really to awaken the badass, intuitive, spiritual goddess that you are. Shani's all about showing up in life as the best versions of ourselves and having faith in a higher power, ultimately so that no matter what is going on externally, our internal world cannot be shaken. Shani, welcome to the Casa de Karma podcast. It's such a pleasure to have you on the show today. Thank you, lovely. I'm so happy to be here. So... To set the foundations for our conversation, I would really love, I've just shared a little bit about your bio, but I'd love for you to briefly explain for those who um, may not have come across you before, particularly because I think the stuff that we're speaking about can be so intangible to an extent when we're talking about intuition and living with intention. If you could just share briefly what it is that, how you describe what you do and how you help others. So basically, the easiest way to explain what I do is I like to say that I help women Mm -hmm. um, align with the truth of who they really are, which means the truth of why they came here, their purpose. I help them tap into their intuition, you know, and create the magic that they came here to do because a lot of people um, don't do that. And that's why they're living, you know, they might be unhappy or they might be kind of, they get anxiety and they just don't feel like they are um, living like the happiest version of themselves. So I really help navigate them on this path of living in alignment. Mm. And I feel like society sort of drills it into us to more often than not, um, I guess, take a path that is most likely Mm. stepping away from what we intuitively want or need to be doing because we're Mm -hmm. fulfilling the, um, you know, the expectations of us. Do you find Mm -hmm. that? Absolutely. I find, you know, a lot of people when I first start working with them or they first kind of find out who I am, one of their biggest things is, you know, where we're all told that, you know, you work nine to five, you, you know, have a mortgage, you get married, you have kids and you do that until you die. Mm. And, um, you know, the girls that come to me, they're like, I just don't feel like that's for me. Like I understand that and I do want parts of that at some point in my life, but there's just something else that I need to do, I need to explore. And obviously I understand that. And, you know, for whatever reason, you know, I took this journey and I was given the freedom to do that part of, because I'm just such like a strong spirit that I was like, I just don't care. Like I just know what I need to do. Mm. And I did that. And also I had parents who, know that they can't tell me what to do so they just let me do whatever felt good for me and you know I ended up here which is amazing but um you know I'm so strong about really guiding other people to do the same because I know that when you don't do that 
that is why we have a society full of people with depression, anxiety and like illness and, you know, like there's lots of toxic behaviours that happen because that's what we do when we band-aid the truth of who we really are, basically. Mm. Yes, absolutely. And you always see like the people that do step into their whole self and follow their heart and you know once they shift and I I think you probably have experienced this and seeing your clients and I know that I've experienced it personally when you do do that it's just like a whole weight is off your shoulders and Mm -hmm. you're suddenly alive you're just so much more awake Mm -hmm. absolutely you know and it's it's a process you don't wake up one morning and have everything you've ever wanted no you know for me I started out nursing and you know, that's so far away from what I do now, but I had to kind of follow these steps of, okay, like nursing, that means I help people. That means I can look after people. And I started doing that and I wasn't happy at all. And I had to kind of go through these steps to try and figure out like, okay, I'm getting closer. Like I started doing naturopathy mm. and I was like, I love this. And that, that took a lot of courage for me to step out of nursing, which is so mainstream. Mm. And, you know, back then when I started studying naturopathy, it really wasn't that mainstream at all. And um, that was a huge deal. And I was really nervous about that, but you know, I did it and I was like, you know what, this still isn't right. Like I love this and I could do it every day, but I know that it's not completely what I'm here. And then, you know, a couple of years later, I kept on trying to figure out, you know, my purpose and then I, and I got it. And, you know, again, my life just changed and you're right. Like a weight is lifted from you because you're really doing what you love and you're in flow with the universe. And that Mm. feels good. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when you started this work and you moved to Mm -hmm. Bali, what inspired the move? The only thing I can say is I had this deep inner calling to come to Bali and I didn't know what that looked like. I didn't know why and I didn't even know how it was possible to live in Bali. I'd obviously been Australian. I'd been here a lot of times before, but Mm. living here is different. And, you know, it started last year, early last year, when I started having these passing conversations with people. And then it like I just started like noticing these signs and you know, there were more than just like fleeting little signs, there were messages. And I kept on asking the universe for more guidance and more information and more started coming. And then I had this feeling, like my intuition was like, just go, you have to go. And that meant leaving behind certain relationships and, you know, what was comfortable. And, you know, I came here not knowing how long I would come here for. And, you know, I've been here just over a year now. And I, I, really for the first time in my life feel like I belong somewhere and Mm. you know I fit in completely because it completely aligns with who I am and I have this freedom and my work feels really expansive and really creative and I'm around like-minded people and you know I think it's just one of those things where if you follow your intuition you always end up where you're supposed to be yeah yeah and I guess the the first step for those who aren't so aligned with their intuition is to start just doing that before they take the big steps such as moving to Bali um yeah yeah. like one of the things that they can do is if you have like an idea like that could be and if you're not sure if that's your intuition or your logical mind keep asking questions you know if you journal if you pray if you just want to ask the angels or god or whoever it is that you believe in like can you show me more information i feel like i'm being guided to do x y and z Mm. but i need more clarity will you show me very clearly 
And yeah. that's like if you just want to start doing things like that and if if more things start showing up, you can feel into that and ask more questions or you might be guided elsewhere. So, um, and one of the things that I love doing, particularly if you're not that in tune with your intuition to really strengthen that muscle is to ask yourself, does this feel heavy or does this feel light? So you take the logical mind out of it. It's not, you know, like to do with financial reasons or anything. It's like, how does this feel? Does this idea feel heavy or does it feel light? If it feels heavy, you know that's a no-go zone. It's just leave it to the side. It's not for you. If it feels light, even though logically it might not make sense, Mm. if it feels light, you need to trust that. You need to tap into that and feel into that and ask more questions and possibly take inspired action towards that. Yeah. I think you just, one of my questions down the track was going to be how do you personally differentiate between intuition and intellect and I think that might be your very answer right there it's how does it feel rather than like numbers or things like that yeah it's it's again like feeling into it feeling into the heart space feeling into that inner guidance system which is usually in the belly area and again it's like you have to take out the the logics of it um because sometimes it doesn't make sense at the time, but it will down the track, but you just need to act on it. And again, like, you know, part of our spiritual practice is completely having faith, one in our intuition, which is essentially God, like it's the same thing. Um, And just trusting that, trusting that you are always looked after. And, you know, say, for example, if you, you make an action and it doesn't work out, it's not a failure, you're not wrong. It's just there was something in that for you to learn. Like you've had to take that action to learn a lesson and you're going to be guided down a different way now, but you had to go that way for a moment because you had to learn that lesson. 100%. It's just like that. um, It's not failure. It's feedback. Like it's not failure until you give up. And then for now, it's just feedback. Yes, exactly. I love that. Mm, Yeah. No, I, I have that conversation a lot. So I wholeheartedly agree. Mm -hmm. So what would you say turns off our intuition? For me personally, like one, not listening to it. So um, there's a lot of people, particularly when my clients first come to me, they can't tell the difference between the logical mind and their intuition. And Mm. it's because they continually turn that voice off and, um, yeah, they don't listen to it. So obviously it's like a muscle, it's going to get weakened. Um, also like for me personally, it's, you know, too much alcohol or, um, you know, if people do drugs, like sometimes drugs can, you know, it just sounds out that voice. So, Mm. um, yeah, like for me personally, if I'm going to do a healing session or a reading, or I'm going to do like an intuitive session, I won't, you know, touch alcohol for a few days before because I don't want that to interfere with that channel that I have, you know, between myself and the universe. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And what about strengthening it? So for, um, you know, your everyday women who might be in a corporate office job or, mm-hmm. you know, they could even be a nurse or a health worker, like whatever it might be, but they're in the daily mm-hmm. grind and they're that classic person who feels like they're disconnected from their intuition like how do you normally recommend that they begin to start Mm -hmm. building to strengthen that muscle so I think the easiest way um, is meditation 
you know, there's no better way than sitting down even for five minutes and meditating. And if you find it difficult, you can, you know, go on YouTube and type in five minute guided meditation or five minute meditation music. You know, we all have five minutes, but the best way that I like to describe what meditation does is, you know, imagine you have like um, a tube running from your crown chakra, so the top of your head up to the universe. Mm. When you don't meditate, it's like clunky, it's full of like debris, so the messages can't come down to you. When you meditate, it's like you're clearing that tube or that pipe, Mm. so your uh, messages and the universe's messages are flowing freely. There's open communication. I love that and analogy. And so it means, yeah, I, that's like the, the easiest way to describe it. And so, you know, when you're in prayer or when you're journaling or you're driving and you're just asking for help or for guidance, like there is a flowing channel for you to communicate with the universe and vice versa. And it also strengthens your, um, I guess, your bond and your trust in the universe that you are always looked after, you are always guided. Um, and again, that question that is so simple, does this feel heavy? Does this feel light? And you really have to trust that if you start actually fully trusting that. And again, taking the logical mind out of it, your intuition will strengthen so much and you will know, like moving forward, say, for example, if you ask yourself that question, does it feel heavy? Does it feel light? And you take the the choice that feels heavy next time you will know, oh, wow, that's what it feels like, what a heavy choice feels like. And I know that didn't work out. So next time I'm going to choose the light one because mm. I know that was my intuition. So it's kind of like playing around with it at the start, but you've got to tap into like, like I guess, know your feeling state. So you've got to you acknowledge know it what in feels the first heavy. place. Yeah, yeah. And you might make a few mistakes, like they're not really mistakes, but, you know, like you might make a few little like, oh, okay, I know that was my intuition saying, no, I did that anyway now I know what that feels like. Mm. So I'm not going to do that next time. Yeah, absolutely. Mm How, I mean, this question's kind of like, comes back to one thing, but generally people want to be happier, healthier, or have more abundance Mm -hmm. um, or abundance, you know, abundance within their well-being or their health or financially. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite strategies, either personally or um, your clients seem to really love for each of those three areas to mm-hmm. really tap into those three areas? Yeah, happiness, health and abundance being that financial aspect. So it's basically mindset. You know, we all have this conditioning, this programming that is actually quite negative and it's um, always in a place of lack. And that comes from, you know, like, our parents and their parents and um it's just how we're molded but it's about changing your i am statement so you know rather than saying like i am broke or i don't have enough money or i am depressed or i'm unhappy or i'm overweight or i'm this or that it's like no matter what your actual current reality is you know like you have to change that because your reality is a product of your thoughts and your words Mm. and your vibration so no matter even if you have like minus five dollars in the bank you actually to create a different reality and you have to get on a different vibration like that's your job so it starts i love that you just said that's your job it's like even with your clients you know you can't give that to them but you can yeah guide them but they've got to do the work they have to do the work they're the ones that have to show up and actually do it and it's really easy to know the ones that are doing the work and the ones who don't because the ones who do the work, their whole reality changes so quickly. Mm. And 
for me, like one of the things that I love teaching is your I am statement. So you wake up and you're like, I am abundant. I have so many opportunities. I am so beautiful. If you're trying to like um, lose weight, you can be like, my body burns fat like a furnace. And, <laughs> you know, I lose weight so quickly. And, um, you know, I have $20,000 coming to me right away. And whatever it is, it's just changing your I am statement. And you say it with such conviction and you feel the feeling of like, what it would feel like to have $20,000 in the bank right away, right? If you checked your bank account, you would be so stoked and so happy and, you know, like laughing and giggling, like get into that feeling state when you say it, because you have to also believe that it's possible, that it is yours. If you're contradicting that by saying like, I'm so abundant and I have all this money showing up, but then your next thought is, but how, like how would that actually happen? I don't have that money. It's like you're contradicting the vibration you're trying to get on. So it's like, you must be really aware of your thoughts and just always shoot for like the land of possibilities. Like anything is possible if you can match the vibration of what you're asking for. Oh, I love that. Anything is possible if you can match the vibration of what you're asking mm-hmm. for. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, I definitely see this even um, from a business coaching perspective when we're talking about mindset and and, you know, we all experience that at ourself at times too when you're, you know, you, these statements are really sort of empty if the feeling mm-hmm. doesn't match it. Yes. Mm. Yes. That's the thing. They can be either just words or they can be your actual feeling state. And, you know, I know for me, like when I do it, if they're empty words, nothing happens. If I feel the joy in what I'm asking for, if I actually get the excitement of, say, if I'm asking for like 100 new clients, And if I feel the joy of what that would feel like to actually have that as my reality and I kind of get the giggles and I get really happy, like whatever I ask for actually does show up because I've matched the vibration. Mm, Yeah. And I guess it's going back to what you were saying in terms of what you need to do to strengthen that intuition. You're giving it space and Mm -hmm. literally allowing for it to, yeah, you're matching that vibration. Um, But creating that inspired action as well like meeting that feeling and that vibration is sort of the first step in those action taking um Mm -hmm. in the action taking process yep yep and then there's like also you know um manifesting questions like say for example if i was trying to manifest 100 new clients obviously i would start saying like i've got 100 new clients right away they come to me with ease and joy so i am like making that statement to the universe and to myself to my spirit I then feel the, the, the joy of that in my body. So I feel the feeling state. And then I might ask the universe like a question, you know, around like what action steps can I take mm. to have this show up right away? So I'm also saying like I've matched the vibration. I've put it out there. But then I'm like, hey, universe, what what can I do to help this? Like what do you want me to do? Like what actions can I take as well? So I might, you know, a day later I might get the idea to – you know, um, run an email campaign or, you know, put an ad on Instagram or something like that. And like, if I get that idea, I will always act on it because I'm like, okay, that makes sense. Like that, if I do this, I can attract all these clients. Like that makes sense to me. So I'm going to do that. I know the universe is guiding me to do that. 100%. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. So let's talk about taking inspired action a little bit further because I know this is a topic that you're really passionate about and what you're just Mm -hmm. saying just then kind of um, speaks to that in that you're not just kind of 
wishing and expecting you're meeting the vibration Mm -hmm. through your physical behaviors Mm -hmm. how do you recommend that those listening actually take inspired action rather than just wishing and hoping well it's going to be different for everyone you know depending on what they're asking for but again if you have put it out to the universe that you want something, right? It could be money, it could be new friends, it could be a relationship or whatever. And if you feel like this idea pop into your head or you, if you feel this calling to do something, rather than being like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow or I can't be bothered or that doesn't make sense or that won't work, it's like you actually have to get up and do something because um, there's this thing in society and in the world of law of attraction that you whatever you ask for will show up so people will comment on my instagram and they don't fully understand the the laws the law of attraction and um i like to use the analogy of you know you could be sitting at home after work um thinking about dinner and you would really love a roast chicken and veggies and it's like cool you can put that out there but at some point you're going to have to get up go to the kitchen and put the chicken in the oven and make the veggies you're going to have to take some type of action mm. to have that as your reality you you can't just kind of wish wish about it and it's not just going to show up so that that's true in you know our day-to-day lives when we're asking for certain things like yeah every now and then something could just fall on your lap but in most cases you're going to have to take some type of inspired action to have whatever you're asking for as your reality. And it could be a, a big action or a tiny action, but there's usually something that we also need to do to help the universe. Yeah, yeah. But that inspired action is required for mm-hmm. that intention to come yes. to fruition. Yes. You're almost like stepping into alignment with the universe and that thing. So, you know, like say you're asking for more abundance like financial abundance it's like you're at one end the universe is at the other and the abundance is in the middle you're going to have to meet the universe halfway absolutely I love this because I think especially you might even find it on social media people think um that manifestation is such a a woo-woo word and Mm -hmm. um you know it's actually like I say to clients sometimes like manifesting is mindset and marketing in action yeah well, and that's obviously in yes. a business sense but it's like it, it's not just hoping <laughs> exactly exactly I get asked all the time like how did you build your business in like this amount of time to what it is and I'm like look the only way I can describe it is I put it out to the universe and I took these baby steps, like these inspired action. And because I actually did that, even though I didn't know what was going to come of it, what it looked like, I still did it because at that time I, you know, had a connection with the universe and I was fully into my spiritual practice. But I can look back and be like, oh my God, I took like all these little steps because I was inspired to take them. Mm. And I literally got the result. If I hadn't have done that, I don't know where I would be. If I had have questioned my intuition or, you know, sat on the lounge and been like, no, oh, that doesn't make any sense. I probably wouldn't be here, but I had this idea and this knowing, like you have to take this action to create this reality. Yeah. And so would you say yeah. that when like you call it inspired action, that mm-hmm. it's inspired action because you're taking a step towards something you feel called about? Because I think, you know, people say they have goals, but when they don't mm-hmm. actually take the steps to reach that goal, 
I don't know, sometimes I sort of think, well, do you actually really want that at all? Like, do you Mm -hmm. need to tap into Mm -hmm. refining that goal? Um, Yeah. Yeah. I think for me, like when I say inspired action for me, it's like, you know, we can all wake up and do a hundred different things, you know, mindlessly or intentionally. But for me, inspired action is okay, like I have intentionally put this out to the universe and I have got this direct download of, you know, again, say if I want more financial abundance, I have this, I woke up with this idea of how I could make more money. Mm. So that means I'm going to be inspired and take that action. Like it's almost like um, intuitive action rather than just doing like a hundred different things like in panic to try and get more money. It's like, I'm not doing all of those because that's out of lack and neediness. But mm. this one idea, I just, it correlates with what I've asked for. Yes. So I'm going to act on that. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. And I guess that, because I um, was going to say how, like, what are your tips for bringing more intention and intuition into your business? But I guess it's that really, and speak to this more, but that following what feels good rather than just, always I mean I love a good strategy and plan but sometimes Mm -hmm. you wake up with an idea and you've just got to do what feels good rather than ticking a box yeah Um, yeah yeah. and I guess it depends on the work that you do like so for me like my work I my whole thing is like okay God how can I be of service to others today Mm. and that could be again I might have this idea for a marketing plan right and it's going to bring in a lot of abundance for me but at the same time I'm going to be of service to so many people yes yeah. So if I just continually, particularly like in, I guess, the the spiritual realm, like the businesses that we're in, if you can just show up and with the intention of being of service, if you're being of service, abundance will come because, again, it's matching a certain vibration. What behaviours do we take that I guess we can be more aware of that are mindless and just the opposite of living with intention so it's almost like listeners have a bit of a checklist that it's when they're doing this particular thing or bad habit I guess Mm -hmm. that's drawing them away from being intuitive Mm -hmm. so basically you know we're either in alignment or we're out of alignment if you're out of alignment it means you're in the ego and like the spiritual ego, which is judgment, it's depression, anxiety, anger, resentment, um, it's fear, it's lack, it's all the things that keep us stuck. So mm. um, for a lot of people, it's judgment. It's judgment of themselves, other people. It's being offended. It's actually being offended by other people's actions when they forget that what other people do literally has nothing to do with you. It is a reflection of what's going on inside of them and where they're at on their journey. It has nothing to do with you, right? They're just going to project their inner stuff onto you. If you take that on board and get offended, that is shining light on the work that you need to do within yourself. I love Because when you're in alignment, you don't take on other people's stuff. You have to know how to separate your stuff and their stuff. So if somebody's projecting onto you, that's their trauma, that's their pain. If you're being offended, that's your stuff. That's your trauma, that's your pain that you need to work on. So again, my biggest one is knowing how to separate your stuff from their stuff. 
Um, and basically, like the way I like to explain the ego and alignment is if anything doesn't feel good, you are out of alignment. So if you've had an argument with somebody and you don't feel good about it, you're out of alignment. Yeah. If you're in a relationship that doesn't feel good, you're out of alignment. If you're blaming somebody and you're hurt, you're upset, it's triggered your insecurity, you are out of alignment. So our job is always to step back into alignment. What's going to make me feel good right now? Because in each moment, we have a choice. Our feeling state is a choice. And you can choose happiness or you can choose depression, anger, anxiety, whatever it is. Um, and you have literally, for me, one of my practices that I personally do and I teach all my clients is if you can feel yourself feeling triggered, if you are upset, if you're angry, you literally have to stop and say, okay, in this moment, I get to choose how I want to feel. I get yeah. to choose my vibration. What am I going to choose? And even though being angry feels good because that's what the ego wants, that is actually, as human beings, what is comfortable for us to, to feel the anger and to feel the blame. Your work, your spiritual work, is to step back into alignment, to not worry about why they did that or what they said. It's like I'm going to actually take care of my vibration and my alignment. Right now, if I get to choose, I'm going to reach for happiness, for calmness, for peace, for abundance and you literally keep saying those words whatever words come up you keep saying them and you say them until you feel the shift you, you say them until you shift back into a higher vibration because that is actually the truth of who you really are you did not come here to be angry to be depressed to to have low self-esteem to you know feel lack you came here to feel nothing but goodness nothing but love nothing but compassion so you always must try and align with that. And it's it's hard work. That's why we call it the work. It's not easy. You have to get uncomfortable when you do that. But when you actually continually do that, you're going to change the way that you program yourself. So you will start always, for the most part, showing up in alignment first. You'll have that process of, wait, this is, actually isn't my stuff. That, that's their stuff. I'm not yeah. going to take that on board. I'm going to send them love. And I'm going to reach for the feeling state that I want. Yeah. And I guess it goes yeah. back to that action and mindset bit in that you're realigning your feelings, but then you're also taking action yes. around doing the work to un unpack, yes. the, unpack and dissolve the trigger. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like... You, it's no one can avoid that if you want to live a certain way like live in happiness live in alignment you have to go through that process because we could all be you know victims and you know do the same thing we've always done but the people who actually change their lives are the ones who do the work who get really uncomfortable yeah yeah it's it's the hardest thing to do sometimes and I think that's why mm -hmm. not everyone does it exactly exactly I've got a couple more questions. So mm -hmm. when it comes to intuition and living with intention and getting really spiritually grounded, what's mm -hmm. your favorite book of all time? Um, my favorite book, I really love A Return to Love by Marion Williamson. Um, it's basically um, based off the teachings of A Course in Miracles. Um, I just really love her work. Mm. Also, A Course in Miracles, it's, I think it's quite advanced, but if you can read it, it is like the spiritual Bible. 
Um, I take it with me everywhere, but I guess the other version of that is a return to love. I think it's amazing. Beautiful. Favorite person who has inspired your spiritual journey? Um, I'd have to say a lot of the teachings from Wayne Dyer. I think he's amazing. Um, you know, and obviously he's passed away now, but you know, his work in this world was absolutely amazing. And your greatest piece of advice to those listening? One of my teachers taught me this when I was about 19 years old, and it was basically don't compare someone's outside to your inside. So again, like don't compare someone's highlight reel to how you're feeling inside because you don't actually know how other people are feeling on the inside or what's going on inside of them. Mm, A message that I feel like we could all do with on the daily. Mm -hmm. Yes, exactly. And finally, like this might actually might be the same one, but favorite motto My favorite motto is every morning when I wake up, I always say with a huge smile on my face, today is a good day to have a good day. And I swear it is like the thing that gets me in alignment each morning. It just makes me feel so happy. I feel so much joy when I say it. And even if I find myself throughout the day kind of slump in my mood, I will always pull that out of of my heart. Like today is a good day to have a good day. And I keep saying it till I feel the joy come back into my body. Yeah. That's a good one. Super yeah. juicy. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Thank you so much for sharing loads of little nuggets of wisdom when it comes to living with intention and intuition and just tapping into a spiritually grounded place. I'm sure that everyone listening has yeah, taken away a few golden nuggets. So thank you for your time. You are so welcome. And to everyone listening, I hope you've enjoyed this conversation with Shani. If you have, please go ahead and leave a review on iTunes if that's where you're listening or a heart on SoundCloud, depending where you're at. And of course, either way, subscribe to hear more conversations like this one today where I chat with experts who are helping you to live in epic wellness and also the links to the resources that Shani has mentioned as well as her website and Instagram so you can stay connected with her beyond this episode will be in the show notes over on casadakama.com.au forward slash Shani Kiss.